What's good? What's going on, everybody? You already know who this is. It's your favorite silver child. Yeah, yeah. Shark coming back to you once again, man. Here at the PG Podcast. That's positive energy generations. Because we dead for life. We're choosing the positivity through all the negativity that's going on in the world. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. This stuff creates sickness, man. When you negative or negativity is all around you, you start to stress, you start to have headaches, you start to have high blood pressure, diabetes. I'm telling y'all, you got to get away from that. It ain't just the food. It's really starting with your mindset. So I got to come and give you guys uplifting vibes to continue to give you positive mindset. So let's talk about the last previous episode. And then we're going to talk about the episode we got for you today. All right, bear with me because you already know how this thing be. And if you listen to the sound of my voice and you are not part of the family, stop being an op and press that follow button, press that bell, and never miss an episode. All right? So, in the previous episode, we're moving forward with season five of Prison Reforming. We're inspiring people all over who have been incarcerated, who are incarcerated, who is not incarcerated at the moment, or maybe the people that's out there doing some crazy things and they could be incarcerated. We're talking to you. We're here to inspire you, and you're here to inspire the world. So, as we move forward with that, here in Season 5, in the previous episode, we had my guy, Marlon Peterson, to talk about, am I not human? A criminal of justice reform. It's a TEDx. So, go check it out and leave a comment or something. Leave a vibe or something. Like it. You know, share it. If you know somebody that went through it, share it. Also, we had an artist to come on, and the artist is named... Symphony Soto, and she shared her song, Try Man. So, Symphony Soto, try. So, go ahead and try it right now. All right, shout out to Zeke, who really pointed me out to this artist. Hey, moving forward, we had Bridget Blue to come and give you those warrior vibes. So, go ahead. You are a warrior. And so, to all my women out there, go ahead right now. Listen to Bridget Blue. All right, and as we keep manifesting our true reality, Every day with 2024, we're being mindful. So we're using some mindful uh, motivation. The struggle is the goal by success secrets. So again, we're going to use some mindful motivation. And we're going to talk about the struggle. Because the struggle is good by success secrets. All right. You got to say thank you at some point of time, y'all. You can't just be out here asking God for everything. You just take, 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 take. The word is imbalanced. And so the way you unbalance the world. You got to give out good. You got to give out some positivity, you feel me? So you got to give before you receive. And you're always asking, how can you receive? You know what I'm saying? You got to give. So say thank you every now and then. But make sure you say thank you to the most high for where you are in right now. Because you have everything you need. It may not be what you want, and it's everything you need. So I had my man Denzel Washington come inspire you and help you say thank you. All right? And we had our peoples from Fearless Soul to help us put this out here. So shout out to y'all. And then we follow up with a prayer. Okay? So make sure you guys go check in with the previous episode. Those vibes are high. It's intensity. And, and I'm telling you, we're not stopping. We're not stopping. So, well, well, show what we got going for this episode. I'm waiting for this episode. You always talk too long. Whatever. Be quiet. Let me tell you what's on this next episode because you need to know. If you go check out the other episodes and press that follow button, then we wouldn't have that problem. But okay, anyway, we're going to move on. Yes, child. All right. So on this episode, we got some heavy hitters. We moving again, strong with the incarceration uh, and, and, and inspiration. And people that's been through this situation or know about the situation or experienced the situation from a loved one. So again, we had another TEDx. And I had my man, Hassan, MVP. Outside to come and check it out. If you know him, you know him. But if you don't, you will check him out. All right. And he's going to talk about when do I stop being a criminal? All right. When do I stop being a criminal? So go ahead, check it out right now. Then we have an artist that I love to vibe out to and just get away from. And again, I had my twin bro, Z, to go ahead and give me some vibes. So I had to share it with y'all. So I'm going to share this artist with you called um, Aquanote. And Aquanote song that they share is One Wish. So I got one wish for you. My wish is to press that follow button and keep tuning in to the PSG podcast so you can never miss a vibe. All right. Then, I don't know if you guys know, but health is important. It's super important. And sometimes through the things we eat, we don't we don't really monitor what we do, what, how we do it, none of that. So, we're going to go ahead and give you some education about G6PD. 
All right, it's an iron deficiency. So we're going to talk about iron deficiency, anemia, and signs and symptoms um, of it in the early stage and the late stage. Why? Because you need to know if your iron is low, you need to go ahead and get that fixed. We don't need to be walking around with low iron. Trust me, I know. It's hard to have an immune system when you don't have an immune system. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I don't have an immune system. So, you know what I'm saying? Through the injuries of military, I unfortunately lost that. So, with that, you got to take care of your immune system so you can be around to inspire people for more and, and your blessings to continue to fall abundantly. So, for you to do that, start with checking your iron. See if you're anemia. And then with that, check out these early signs and late signs that you can understand if you yourself have been experiencing it. All right? Then I had to give you some affirmations. And you know that I had my people from Fearless Souls to come give you some affirmation. And we are talking about I am me. I am me. And guess what? Just for you being you, I love you. Don't change nothing about you. Just always elevate and grow. But never change yourself for anyone. If you know this is the real you, if you know that you are you, and oh, people call you weird because you play video games, you like anime, you like basketball, you like sports. People call you weird because you like music. Who cares? You found your identity. They're only calling you weird because they don't know themselves. All right, moving on. Moving on. I got another artist I want you to guys to get memorized by Miguel Migs, and he shared his song Memorized. So go ahead, check him out. His song Memorized. You feel me? All right. And then, and another artist, Jaleesa, to come through, you know what I'm saying? And share World Keeps Turning. World Keeps Turning. You feel me? And these are all artists that I vibe out to every day. So make sure you guys check into it right now. And then we had um, Libyanka to come and give you some vibes of people. Have you checked on your people? Life is too short. Have you checked on your people? How they doing? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Depression is real, so make sure you check on your people. And then to wrap this up, we are going to get some daily calm um, meditation. It's 10 minutes and it's mindfulness, okay? So let's go. We got to be in the present moment. And I know you got 10 minutes to spare. All right, because you almost just spent that here with me. So go check it out right now at the PG Podcast. And you already know what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's go. As MVP, I'm known all around the world by people who are fans of professional wrestling and because of that, other avenues as well. I am this guy. Pretty cool, United States champion. Uh, actually, back then, as you can see, I had cornrows. Good time. Traveled the world, made money, had some incredible experiences. But before I was this guy, I was this guy. Number 190197, Florida Department of Corrections, Florida State, DOC. I'm from Miami, and when I was a kid, a teenager, I made a lot of very bad decisions. I was involved with gangs, guns, violent crime, robberies, shootings. And as a result of those decisions, I ended up with an 18 and a half year prison sentence with a mandatory three, meaning I had to serve three years before I could earn any time off for good behavior. 18 and a half years, of which I served nine and a half. Now, when I went to prison, I knew that one day I was gonna get out. So I had to do everything that I could to better myself as much as I could. I read voraciously. I took whatever classes were available. And unfortunately, in the Department of Corrections, there's not a whole lot of correcting going on. A lot of warehousing. There aren't enough educational programs and enough uh, training, vocational training, for everyone, sadly enough. And there's a saying in prison, don't serve the time. Make the time serve you. And I did that to the best of my ability. And when I got out, 
the first thing I had to do was look for a job. And fortunately for me, I, I had family. So I had a place to live, and, and I, I had a support structure in place. But just before I got out, I met a professional wrestler, a man named Daryl Davis, who in many ways I credit for saving my life, because he introduced me to professional wrestling. And that was a path that I took. And I decided to train to become a professional wrestler. But while I was doing that, I was out looking for a job. And every place that I went denied me a job because I was a convicted felon. Let me tell you about one particular incident where I went to a call center. And there was about, I don't know, maybe a couple dozen people and they had these computer terminals set up and everyone had to take this skills, aptitude type test. And when we finished, the administrator came out absolutely raving, just fawning over me because she said that I scored the highest score on that test that they had ever seen. She's talking to me about a managerial position and, and a future with the company. And then she asked me to wait, and she stepped away. A few minutes later, she came back, and her demeanor towards me changed drastically. She wasn't raving and fawning anymore. She asked me to step in another room and wait there. And then two men came, and they said <clears throat> that the policy of that particular company was, what, was that they didn't hire convicted felons. So I wouldn't be working there. And then they escorted me off the property. No job. Well, <clears throat> because of the fact that uh, I grew up in the streets of Miami and gangs, and I mean, I did spend 10 years in prison. You kind of learn how to look after yourself. I took my talents, like LeBron James, to South Beach. Except I wasn't playing basketball. I worked as a bouncer where I was able to eventually work my way into a position where I was running security at some of the most exclusive, hottest nightclubs on South Beach. And I even did bodyguard work for some world-famous celebrities. But all the while, I was training to become a professional wrestler. And eventually, through lots of hard work, I created an opportunity for myself. And Vince McMahon, owner of the WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, he gave me an opportunity. Society wouldn't give me an opportunity to earn minimum wage. But Vince McMahon said, I see something in you. We're going to take a chance. And even though he knew about my criminal background, he said, I'm going to give you a chance. And before I knew it, I was an international wrestling superstar. Kids playing with my action figures, video games, my face on the side of trucks and billboards, and me 30 feet tall in Times Square. It was amazing. But I never forgot where I came from. I was still, and am still, a convicted felon. However, I used my platform as much as I could to try to change the fate of some other people. I used to go to, and I still do, go to juvenile detention centers to talk to at-risk youth and, and work with uh, convicted felons, convicts, to show them that if you work really, really hard, that you can overcome the obstacle of being a convicted felon and you can make a life for yourself. But you gotta work really hard. And I discovered that because even when I was MVP, WWE superstar, there was a conversation about making me the world heavyweight champion. And then there were reservations because there were some countries that I still couldn't be admitted to. So potentially, I was still paying my debt to society. I mean, the whole concept is if you're convicted of a crime and you're sentenced to do time, you pay your debt to society, and then when you get out, you're supposed to have a clean slate. But I found that when you're a convicted felon, paying that debt to society is kind of like paying off student loans. You never stop paying. That's with you for the rest of your life. Canada. Canada is very strict about who they allow to cross their border. And through the WWE law offices, there was a process in place that cost me thousands of dollars 
lots of character witnesses writing letters and, and background checks. But eventually, they gave me some documents, or actually a letter, that says I'm rehabilitated. So anytime I travel to Canada and I go to the border, I present my passport and I present my letter of rehabilitation, and they let me in. But unfortunately, society here in the United States, they don't issue you a letter of rehabilitation. You still wear that scarlet letter. Let me throw some numbers at you. There are approximately 2.2 million people in the United States incarcerated in jails and prisons. And there's a distinction to make there. Jail and prison are not the same. I have people that come to me and say, man, you spent 10 years in jail? No, I spent almost 10 years in prison. Jail is where you go until you're convicted and then you're sent to serve your time in prison. 2.2 million. The United States incarcerates more of its citizens than any other country in the world. Every year, roughly 600,000 people are released from prison. You've got, at any given time, give or take, these numbers are a bit fluid, but 20 million citizens, 20 million citizens that are unincarcerated, convicted felons. So there is a segment of our population, a minority group, if you will, that it is legal to discriminate against. Let me show you. If you submit a lease application for an apartment complex or a house or whatever the case may be, they can't deny you based on the grounds of your race, your religion, your political affiliation, that's against the law. But if you've been convicted of a felony, they can deny you housing. Job interview. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? Background check. If it pops up, they can deny you a job because you've been convicted of a felony. Now, I'm not unreasonable. I understand, and it's sensible that you might have some reservations about someone who's been to prison for a, you know, a crime of some sort, but I ask you, if you go to prison and you serve your time and you've paid your debt to society, when do you stop paying? When, is a, when does a murderer get to stop being a murderer? If you commit a murder and you go to prison, you serve 20 years and you get out and you stay out and you don't get in trouble again, are you still a murderer? Am I still an armed robber? When is enough enough? So I'm often intrigued by this because here in the United States, we have a problem with recidivism. Depending on whose numbers you look at, the recidivism rates are as low as 47% or as high as 76%. Meaning that the majority of people who go to prison end up going back to prison. Now let's look at some of the reasons why. We have a huge population of people who are imprisoned because they're drug addicts. So instead of treating people who have an addiction, a sickness, we turn them into criminals and we put them in prison. We don't give them the treatment that they need. We don't give them any training. And then we put them back out on the street. Their addiction calls, they reoffend. I can tell you from personal experience, the overwhelming majority of people who get out of prison don't want to go back. Most people want to get a job and get on with their life. They want to start a family or be reunited with their family. They want to be upstanding, tax-paying members of society. But many of them, we don't give them that opportunity. Background check. You're a convicted felon. You can't find a job. You can't find housing. So what do you do? survive the best way you know how. What would you do? 
And I'll throw this in there because sometimes people think, well, should have stayed out of trouble. Shouldn't have gone to prison. Okay, I'll grant you that. But I like to throw this at people sometimes too. Have you ever had a drink and then climbed behind the wheel of your car and drove? Have you ever had a few? When I was in prison, I met a number of guys who, unfortunately, vehicular manslaughter. That one shot, that one extra beer, and their life was changed, and so was the life of the person that they affected. But they were, a, one guy was a dentist. He's not going to prison for anything, but that cocktail party, boom, changed his life. Anybody can get in trouble at any given time, unfortunately. But the question is, if you do, how do you pay your debt to society? When do you get a chance to have a clean slate? How long do you get treated as a second-class citizen? Recently, I sold my home. And I've got some things up in the air, so I decided, well, I don't want to buy another house yet. I'm going to rent until I decide what I want to do and where I want to go. So I told my real estate agent, show me a few places. We looked around. I submitted a lease application with a non-refundable fee. Background check. For a crime I committed when I was 16 years old. I'm 45 now, so we're talking nearly 30 years ago. Background check, lease application denied, and my fund wasn't uh, my fee wasn't refunded. All right, Th that happens. Second lease application, background check denied. Third lease application denied. I'm MVP, man. I'm on TV. Your kids play with my action figures. I'm on video games. I've been in movies. No, nothing. I, I go to prisons and, and, I, and I give talks to prisoners. I work with at-risk youth. I have done everything that I possibly can to show you that, like Canada says, I'm rehabilitated. But unfortunately, a segment of society still sees me as a potential threat. So when John or Jane Doe, who are being released from prison, when they get out, they're not MVP. Maybe they can't run fast or jump high or tell a funny joke or throw a ball, or, but maybe they're really good at data entry, or maybe they're a really good carpenter, or any other number of jobs that they would potentially be denied because of a bad decision that they made at one point in their life. When do you stop paying? Like, I would like for you, as you leave here tonight, to ask yourself that question, to have that discussion with your friends, with your colleagues. Would you take a chance and hire a convicted felon and give he or she an opportunity to prove that they're rehabilitated? Or would you go, ah, yeah, they stole some money one time, or they you know, were selling drugs at one point, or, yeah, he beat a guy up in a bar. Yeah, we're not, yeah, not going to take a chance on him. I would like to think that everybody here can see both sides of the argument, but express, I don't know, maybe some empathy. Because even though to some people, I'm a celebrity. To some people, I'm Montel Vontavious Porter, I'm MVP. To some juvenile delinquents who have come to me and said, hey man, I saw you when you came to my, my detention center and man, you, what you said made me change. To the convicts who have gotten out of prison, who found me and said, dude, you, you inspired me so much. To them, I'm MVP. But sadly, to the people that own those homes that wouldn't rent to me, to the countries that won't allow me in. 
I'm not MVP. I'm still number 190, 197. I'm an ex-convict. I'm just a convicted felon. Thank you very much for listening to my TEDx talk.
Your body needs iron to make hemoglobin, a protein in red blood cells that enable them to carry oxygen through your blood vessels. If your body doesn't have enough hemoglobin, your tissues and muscles won't get enough oxygen to be able to work effectively. There are several types of anemia, but iron deficiency anemia is the most common one. So let's discuss the signs and symptoms of iron deficiency anemia. In some cases, people experience no symptoms at all. But on the other hand, few early signs will help you diagnose early and take necessary steps towards it. First in the list is unusual tiredness. Feeling very tired is one of the most common symptoms of iron deficiency anemia. This tiredness or fatigue happens because your body lacks the iron it needs to make a protein called hemoglobin which helps carry oxygen around your body. Now without enough hemoglobin, less oxygen reaches your tissues and muscles, depriving them of energy. Your heart also has to work harder to move more oxygen-rich blood around your body, which can make you tired. Now since tiredness is often considered a part of a busy and modern life, it's difficult to diagnose an iron deficiency based on this symptom alone. Nonetheless, tiredness related to iron deficiency may go hand in hand with weakness, irritability or difficulty concentrating. Now the next important sign is pale skin. Skin that's paler than usual as well as pale colouring of the inside of the lower eyelids are the other common symptoms of iron deficiency. The hemoglobin in red blood cells gives blood its red colour, so low levels caused by iron deficiency make the blood less red. Now that's why skin can lose some of its color or warmth in people with iron deficiency. Now if you pull your lower eyelid down while looking in the mirror, the inside layer should be vibrant red color. If it's very pale pink or yellow, you may have iron deficiency. In people with darker skin tones, the eyelid may be the only area where this condition is noticeable. Hemoglobin enables your red blood cells to carry oxygen around your body. So when hemoglobin levels are low during iron deficiency, oxygen levels are likewise low. This means that your muscles won't receive enough oxygen to do normal activities such as walking. As a result, your breathing rate will increase as your body tries to get more oxygen. This is why shortness of breath is a common symptom here. If you find yourself out of breath when doing daily tasks that you used to find easy such as walking, climbing stairs or working out, then it could be due to iron deficiency. Check your fingernails. They are an important indicator of iron deficiency anemia. Usually the first sign is brittle nails that chip and crack easily. In later stages of iron deficiency, spoon-shaped nails may occur. Now in that, the middle of your nail dips and the edges rise to give a rounded appearance like a spoon. This condition is called koilonychia. However, this is a rare side effect that occurs in only 5% of the people with iron deficiency. It's usually seen only in severe cases. Noticeable heartbeats, also known as heart palpitations, are another symptom of iron deficiency anemia. As we have previously mentioned, Low iron means low hemoglobin and low hemoglobin means low oxygen carrying capacity of our blood. Now that means the heart has to work extra hard to carry oxygen. This may lead to irregular heartbeats 
or the feeling that your heart is beating abnormally fast. Consequently, iron deficiency may worsen conditions that affect your heart such as heart failure and coronary heart disease. Dry or damaged skin and hair may be signs of iron deficiency. Iron deficiency lowers the level of hemoglobin in your blood, which may reduce the amount of oxygen available to cells that cause hair growth. When skin and hair are deprived of oxygen, they may become dry and weak. Iron deficiency is also associated with hair loss and some research suggests that it may be a cause of hair loss in female-bodied individuals of reproductive age. It's completely typical for some hair to fall out during everyday brushing or washing. However, if you're losing clumps or large amounts, then it may be related to iron deficiency. Iron deficiency is linked to restless leg syndrome. This condition involves a strong urge to move your legs while they are at rest. It may also cause unpleasant crawling or itching sensation in your feet and legs. It's usually worse at night meaning that you may find it difficult to sleep. In severe iron deficiency anemia, you may find red cracks at the corners of the mouth. It is called angular chilitis, but it is also seen in other nutritional deficiencies and fungal infection. You may have swollen, inflamed, pale or strangely smooth tongue. This is often accompanied by tenderness and burning sensation. Iron deficiency may also cause mouth ulcers, dryness and burning sensation. Now let's discuss about some less common findings of iron deficiency. First is strange cravings. A hankering for strange foods or non-food items is called pica. It usually involves cravings to eat ice, clay, dirt, chalk or paper and it may be a sign of iron deficiency. It may also occur during pregnancy. Next is feelings of depression. Iron deficiency anemia may be associated with depression in adults. Pregnant individuals with iron deficiency may also have a higher risk of depression. Cold hands and feet. Iron deficiency means less oxygen delivery to your hands and feet. Some people may feel cold more easily in general or experience cold hands and feet. You may face more frequent infections. Because iron is needed for healthy immune system, lack of it may increase your risk of infections. In conclusion, iron deficiency is a common condition that can have serious consequences if left untreated. The above mentioned signs and symptoms can affect daily activities and quality of life and it's important to seek medical attention if you experience them. In our future videos, we'll discuss the treatment for iron deficiency anemia and food sources. Alright, that's all for today. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe our channel. Thank you.
I am me. I will never pretend to be another. I will never want to be another. I will not change who I am just to fit in. I am me. I am not perfect, but I'm working on myself, working to become the best version of myself. I am working on myself to continue to expand my own self through my own work, in my own way. I am me, not the me you think I am, not the me you want me to be, but just me, the one I want to be. I am me. I make my own decisions. I don't follow. I walk my own path. It's not always easy, but I'd rather walk alone than walk with others in the wrong direction. I am me. I am strong. I have a big heart. I speak my truth. I don't back down. I am me. I don't settle. I go after what I want. I won't apologize for being me. I am me. I accept you. I accept everyone as they are, as they want to be. That's me. Welcome to the Daily Calm. Let's start today's practice by sitting on a cushion or chair or kneeling on a stool if that's more comfortable. Take a moment to find a comfortable erect posture, letting the rest of your skeleton and muscles relax freely. Let the hands rest comfortably on your knees or your lap. And when you're ready, let the eyes close gently. Sense a gentle smile spreading through your lips. And now offer your body a quick scan. And if you notice any tightness anywhere, take a moment to relax that area. Bring your attention to the breath, taking a few deep breaths. And with each exhale, consciously letting go. Relaxing the face, the shoulders. The hands in the stomach area. Feel yourself relax into this moment.
and allow the breath to soften. Just taking natural breaths. Following each inhale and each exhale. Following the breath to collect your attention and feeling the aliveness of each breath as it moves through you. You might find your mind ruminating over memories or thoughts of the past. We often delve into fantasy about things we should have said or done, or we end up getting caught up in daydreams about things we have no power to change. The past is over. It's already happened. We can't change events that have already occurred. This is why the present moment is the only one that matters. We have the choice to let go of worrying about the past and instead focus on the present and the things we do have the ability to change. So when you notice yourself getting caught up in memory, come back to the breath. Bring yourself back to this very moment.
And now, gently relax your attention, taking a moment to notice how you feel. There's a great quote by Steve Maraboli about releasing the past. It reads, letting go isn't about having the courage to release the past. It's about having the wisdom to embrace the present. So as you move through your day today, keep this in mind. Don't let the past color your future. Each moment is a fresh new moment an opportunity to change, grow, and begin again. And as we come to the end of the session, bring your awareness back to the room. Wiggle your fingers and toes. And when you're ready, open your eyes. I hope you've enjoyed today's Daily Calm. Bring this quality of acceptance with you into the day. And I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Lord, I pray for that one receiving now. And I ask that your healing power would begin to flow like a mighty river. Holy Spirit, let your presence and power be sensed in the room even now. I come against sickness and disease of all sorts. And Father, we stand upon your word declaring that by your stripes we are healed. So in the name of Jesus, I pray for miracles. In the name of Jesus, pray for healing. Touch your people, Lord, I pray. Respond to the cries of their hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want you to say it because you believe it. Say, amen. Hold up. Wait. Hey, man, wait. You always trying to change something. Dang, hey, bro. It's 2024. Chill out. All right. Before you leave, I want you to know that, again, you are loved, you are great, you are amazing, and nobody can take your shine but you. So don't be out here letting nobody dim your light. It's 2024. Cat Williams just show y'all nothing. He showed y'all to step into your light and don't care what nobody say. Be you and be the most authentic you. All right? And it's both these lies, man. People out here telling lies to you or somebody out here um, don't like you or, you know, cause a drop. Hey, whatever. Expose it. Keep it. Keep going. If not... Keep it going with your business, but don't be out here causing chaos, all right? Stay positive, stay loved. Make sure you guys go check out www.pegstyles.com and check out the merch, man. We got Manifest Your True Reality Everyday hoodies right now out. It's going crazy, so make sure you get one. Don't miss it. Excuse me. And, and it got so many more dope affirmation merch. You got to go check it out because you got to surround your environment with the things you want. And you got to have positivity. And what's not wrong with how, like putting it on your shirt or, or, or rocking it on the hoodie? Because you need those affirmations. So go make sure you guys check out www.pegstyles.com. Let me know what you think. Make sure you keep tapping in with the artists of the week. Again, if you listen to the sound of my voice and you're not part of the family, make sure you press that follow button. Become part of the family. Don't miss no updates. And go check out on YouTube um, the guests that we've had came on to the show. I know you can check it out here with audio, but you know what I'm saying? You can also go look on the video and share some share with a loved one on YouTube as well. So make sure you guys check us out at YouTube. And follow us on Facebook. That's Positive Energy Generations. Again, that's Positive Energy Generations. Follow us on Facebook. All right. And we love y'all today. I love you tomorrow, and I love you yesterday, all right? And we'll see you here again at the PEG Podcast. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go.